Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Lori Time Podcast. I am once again your humble host, Daniel. Join my co-host. Yo, boys, Zach. We are back once again and continuing on with the anti-war propaganda that we're really peddling here at the Lori Time Podcast in honor of Christmas. War is bad. War is bad, and we just want to sing uh, Christmas carols. That's all we want. <laughs> hot, hot take. War. Not a fan. <laughs> well, Somebody's got to say it. Well, in this series, we have a lot of people who are fans of war. Um, today we're going to be talking about the probably the most influential ser- mecha series in the United States, um, which is Gundam Wing. Mm-hmm. I've talked about Mobile uh, G Gundam, mm-hmm. which was kind of this like, haha, Power Rangers, like, we have power as a tournament kind of yeah. stuff. This is more like truer Gundam. Yes. Which is, let's talk about the effect of war on civilians and people. Sick. But the robots are a metaphor for weapons of mass destruction and, like, capitalism. <laughs> Which is very true. This is going to turn into a very big story about, like, uh, like tyranny. But also, I always joke, it's it got big in America because it's about states, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. So it's about, we have a, a, a created colonies in above Earth, and the Earth rules them with an iron fist in the colonies. Like, we want to be free! <laughs> Let me be free! We're our own nations! And they're like, no, you're with us forever! Ever. And then that's how we got Hamilton. Mm. <laughs> Hamilton in space, baby! Hamilton in space! You thought it was Star Wars. <laughs> no, it's Gundam. Um, in fact, uh, so... Gundam Wing was uh, put on the block on the Toonami anime block mm-hmm. uh, known as um, oh it's Toonami but then there's like the Midnight Run there's like yeah. different variations of Toonami mm-hmm. uh, and so Gundam Wing was on it uh, Gundam Wing is unique as well if you want to get into the Gundam series and that it is not connected to the other series it's nice much like uh, Mobile Fighter G Gundam it is its own separate entity. Mm-hmm. As long you just have to know that Gundam means giant robots, right? And you're and you're good. Yeah, and that's pretty much the wow behind it. So it's not tied to anything. It's uh, forty nine episodes. That's yeah, that's nice. Um, it's considered two seasons. It's really one big one, um, and they have what's called an OVA movie, so an mm-hmm. original video animation where yeah. it is essentially a movie. It's given more, but it's its own independent thing. You can watch that by itself, and it's its own self-contained story. Okay. Um, in this case, this one isn't. It's called Endless Waltz. It takes place a year after the series ends, um, and that one, if you if you ever look at the mobiles, every look at the Gundams, there that design is more my favorite. Yeah. Um, they really put the money behind. That's that's where they threw the money behind yeah. designing them. So the iconic one, he uh, is called the Wing Gundam or mm-hmm. Wing Zero. And they gave it, like, angel wings. Yes. And it, like, unfurls like an angel. It's very... Oh, there's oh, a lot of, oh, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. It's very fun. And it's... Uh, no, because this is the one, like, the um, the designs of the Gundams in this one. Like, yeah. I remember seeing these when I was little. And I wasn't, yeah. like, watching anime at that time. But, like, I just remember because they were so prevalent. I remember seeing them and being very aware of what they yeah, were. Yeah, they're, they're very unique um, with most Gundam series. They all kind of follow, like, a red, blue, white, yellow de- yeah. color design. With this one, there was just there's like one that's red and orange, one that's two of them that do have that, but their designs are more unique. Like one has like jets on its back. One one looks like a dragon. Right. Um, one is called the Sand Rock, and it's like a desert Gundam. Oh, that's cool. It looks like a kind of like a what's his name from Lawrence of Arabia kind of character. Oh yeah. And he leads this group of Middle Eastern fighters called the the Magwanok. Okay, but they're like these Middle Eastern dudes, and so their gun, their mobile suits are fun because they they have like 
like uh, like robes on top and the very yeah. kind of distinctive. Um, I I also like too. You brought up this is its own separate thing. Mm-hmm. I remember at one time I was like, oh, I'll get into Gundam. I'll see what it is. I looked up. <laughs> the watch order. <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh, that was that was like a that was like a giant document with like subsections, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, man. I, I genuinely love Gundam, and even I've stayed away from the watch list because yeah. it's like you're not. And I think very few series have really touched on the original. Now they've kind of have ran that course. Yeah, and are like, okay, well now we're just what if we just told stories in this universe? I like that. You know, that's cool. Um. I think, and the way you can tell too is if you ever buy like the toy, if you buy like the figures, the the gunpla, which is for, I hate that it's like it's called for like Gundam pl- like play because they're toys. Yeah. So if you want to build the models and stuff like that, you can tell what universe they belong based off of like the acronym that's in front. Oh, okay. So uh, UC is Universal Century, which okay. is the classic nineteen seventies Gundam that you. If you anybody has seen Ready Player One, that's the OG Gundam. Okay. Um, for this Gundam wing. It is <laughs> after Colony. Okay, okay, AC. That, that's the AC, AC uh, and they always, it's after Colony 195. That's where the story will take place. Okay. Um, it was released in Japan uh, April 7th, 1995, and ran through March 29th, 1996. Okay. Um, and, fun, and in fact, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, which I talked about before, heavily influenced Gundam Wing being created. Um, it, it So most Gundam stories involve one guy Mm -hmm. and he usually is what is called a new type so new types in Gundam are like these extraordinary beings who can like feel the energy of the world okay okay so they like respond to like the violence and they can feel it's almost like Jedi yeah 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 yeah. so they're like slightly they have faster reflex they're like Jedi they're slightly faster reflexes but they're like in tune with like the earth okay and like and like the they call it the voice of the stars it's a whole I got you no and so it was originally uh, going to be called Gundam Meteor because the driving plot of Gundam Wing is this mission called Operation Meteor. Yeah. Um, however, they were like, well, no, we need the kids to like it. So Gundam Wing, which is the flagship Gundam, can turn into like a plane. Okay, yeah, yeah, And yeah. so it's very uh, like uh, Power Rangers when it transforms. And you're like, oh, that was for That's the cool. toys. Yeah. Right? And so for anybody who really doesn't know how cartoons and anime kind of work, at least in the 90s, it was, if it doesn't sell a toy... You can't. Can't make it, yeah. Throw it away, call it... <laughs> take it, shoes. That, no, that's what saved Sailor Moon. Yeah, because they were able to make... Uh, the the little, her wand. Yeah, oh, Her really? wand saved it. Oh, really? They, 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 uh, they were going to cancel it. Through the power of... Through the power, the and they started uh, just pumping out toys, and the wand sold so well, they kept the anime going. And they just kind of, they probably like, oh, her yeah. makeup kit, and her... And her crown, oh, and no. then you could throw it, yeah, but her, her wand was... There you go, and Sailor yeah. Moon was also on the Toonami blocks yeah. as well for... It was like right in between like Dragon Ball and like all these other... Um, so they were like, cool. And what's actually kind of impressive is that they, in one week they created the first 40 out of 49 episodes... That's impressive. And they created the characters and the, with the suit. So, not all things in Gundam are Gundams. Right. Traditionally, they're called mobile suits. Right. Um, and then in this story, everything's a mobile suit, but Gundams are unique because they're made from this metal called Gundanium alloy. Okay, okay, I'm and with is, you. And it is stronger than, like, titanium. Okay. It's, like, near impossible to destroy on its own. Okay. You usually have to, like, concentrate fire on it to... Break and bring them down, right? Um, and so, 
they were kind of trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, so they did like uh, having five characters. They yeah. wanted it to come kind of be Power Rangers. Uh, G Gundam had the five, right? It was yeah. Arlof Golski, uh, Saishi, George the Sand, uh, your boy Chibity. Chibity Grocky. And then Domon as your five. And then this one, we will, I'll introduce our five. Um, and so they wanted, like, like I said, they wanted to do different. It differently because this is kind of went back to more grounded Gundam. Right. Gundam has always been a metaphor for war, mm-hmm. and Gundams themselves are a metaphor for like weapons of mass destruction and like milit- milit- uh, the industrial military complex, complex. And say what you want about the Japanese, and like they're they've done bad things, but they're more than willing to talk about like, hey, oh, there's some bad things going on. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have done this. In hindsight. Quite, and this is just kind of an out-of-pocket question, but... Because uh, I know, like, a lot of it takes place in space and stuff. Is there ever, like... Do they ever fight aliens? Um, no, because the, the big issue really is... P- people. Us. Yeah. It's a very Dune kind of a thing, where yeah. people pe- people become so different, and so they, they're mm-hmm. basically... Okay, yeah. I, so, I was just wondering, because it takes place so much in space. Oh, yeah, no, no, like no. A, uh, no. So, like, the idea... So, like, when I said there's, like, these people called new, that are classified as new types. Yeah. They're kind of theorized to be, like... Like, not aliens, but, you know, but they're not exactly human. They're different, yeah. They're, yeah, they're different. Um, and there are kind of... There's one character in this who is... Falls under that. He can, like... Hear the the Gundams talking to him. Yeah, which is kind of a the strange. machine spirit. Yeah, essentially. Um, and in fact, uh, what they did so G Gundam was very punch punch fight. Haya. Yeah. Right. Uh, but with this one, they kind of demoed it and they made it more of a political thing. Yeah. And it was like I said, it's like about colony rights. It's about human rights. And there, <laughs> there's some characters in this who are like, no, bomb like babies. Bomb them all. <laughs> I have a gun to their head. I'll kill them if you don't. I'm kind of five. I'm kind of five. I'm evil. And you're like, whoa. Let's and, calm down. And that's what's funny is that so this character I'm going to talk about, even everybody else is like, you need to relax. Wow. <gasps> whoa. <laughs> um, so it is very political heavy. It, there's a very much a lot of like, anime usually it traditionally is very like monologue about being better and yeah. how do I f- improve myself. And how do I become great? And how do I overcome this hurdle? Yeah. Gundam is very... It's a very, like, Shakespearean monologue of, like, what was our purpose here? Why... What, like, humanity and, like... Like, that we're our own worst enemies. Why, why do we fight? Why do we fight? Yeah. Should we have weapons? Right. Like, what are we... You know yeah, what, what mean? are we doing? Yeah. Uh, does violence justify the end? Like... Yeah. And that's what this very, very big story is, is like, how do we achieve peace? Right. Do we achieve it through violence and causing people to go, whoa, maybe we should just stop killing each other? Or do we go, hey, let's try and understand each other so we don't have to fight, fight at all. anymore, yeah. Um, and yeah, so actually, so, actually, so it was, uh, lo- the dub was licensed by Sunrise, who's very famous for doing my, most of the Gundam mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, it was on Toonami. Uh, it, I will say this about Toonami. They when they, their promos were like they're sick, top tier. Like they made they made me want to watch it now. <laughs> oh, I think the first time someone posted, it, I got emotional because like, oh, this is like my childhood. This right? Is, oh yeah, it's back. Uh, voiced by Optimus Prime was cutting promos for uh, Gundam Wing. Um, and so, uh, in fact, they did it, and they showed Bandai, the company who makes yeah. Gundam, and they were like, this has to be the promo. Yeah. 
Wow. It's so good, yeah. Wow, we didn't think this was going to be great. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. And in fact, uh, for a time, it was the uh, not only the highest rated series on Toonami itself, but on all of Cartoon Network. Yeah, I know. It was bigger than Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. Yeah, no, I see it. Man. Here we go, this is so cool. Giant robots are always cool. Yeah, it's... I always have to explain that when it was gun, giant robots. That's it. That's all you're like. Because on a surface level, that's really like all you need to draw people in. Yeah. There's a giant robot punching you. And they're fighting, yeah. Um, And then, of course, there are classic early uh, anime issues, right? So a lot of times, anime tends to be much more mature with their content, even if it is aimed for children. Yeah. Um, And us in America go, whoa, we don't like (laughs) that. that. But, which in turn gave us really weird things like Sailor Moon and the yeah. weird. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, look up. I think it's Sailor Neptune and Uranus. They her are friend. lovers. Her they're, friend. They're lovers in actuality, but they kept the lines. But then they said they're cousins. Yes. So they're talking about how much they love each other, and in like a weird romantic way. But you're like, but did you love your family in America? We think well, they're sold to us as cousins, and we're like, oh. Well, that's what they did uh, in Sailor Moon too. There's uh, two of the characters. Two of the characters are two guys, and they're in love. But in the American voice actor, they just gave them a a girl voice actor. Oh, and just hey, here we go. Yeah, because yeah, I know what is it? They're like the di- the, Zoe- the, ge- the gems or whatever. Yeah, Zoe yeah. Sight and something Sight. Yeah. And yeah, they just were like, oh no, you're, you're a girl now. Uh, so what they did for Gundam? Oh, they do. The edits included the removal of blood. And it's not even like, oh, like people being blown in half. It's literally like someone bops their head on the glass and yeah. like a streak of blood comes down. And we're oh, like, whoa, whoa calm down. Uh, profanity, they said, like, damn you. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, what the hell? Like, no one's ever going, motherfucker. Okay. Like, no, no, no. Um, the covenant of atheism. Because <laughs> it is a very big thing about, like, like man being... We are the masters of our own thing. We right. are going to space to further ourselves. Right. So there's very much a talk about like humans. We, right. are, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like kind of like God. There's like religious talk. It's a whole thing. Um, and then they got rid of the word kill, oh. replacing it with destroy. Um, one of the characters whose name is Duo Maxwell uh, in the original run was calls himself the God of Death. Uh, in this case, they they change it to him being the Great Destroyer. Which still, e- either one is a good name. Oh, when you find out why, you're like, oh, because literally everyone that he has ever come into contact with dies. Dinkleberg. So he's like, well, everyone around me dies, so I must be like cursed as the god of death, yeah. essentially. And you're like, whoa. Whoa, that's, that's Evo. Oh, it's so sad. Um, and then there's the movie, which is known as Endless Waltz. Mm-hmm. And then there is... A book that was released. I have never, I've never read it. I've only heard about it, but um, it's called Frozen Teardrop, and it's a sequel to essentially the entire series. Okay, and kind of like a where are they now later in life? Yeah. In case you were curious about your favorite characters, kind of, kind of like an end scene of uh, Remember the Titans, because <laughs> the guy didn't like that it just ends. Yeah, the series just kind of ends. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "No, I need the closure." We'll, we'll for all of us. So everybody take a seat. Uh, actually, no. Before we do that, uh, I have some reviews. Well, I have one. <laughs> I'm on IMDb. Uh, this is a one star. Uh, and this person says, uh, this is not anything like the Gundam you're used to. This is basically the Power Rangers. Five annoying and never developed pre-pubes. Their words, not mine. Aptly named one, two, three, four, and 5 in different languages. Run, fly, 
and take trains across the world while melodramatically and one-dimensionally fighting in robots that are completely invincible. Which begs the question, if you're invincible, why are you fighting? Just walk in, do what you need to do, and leave. Skip it. Zero out of four people found this helpful. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no one likes you or your thoughts. No, those are bad. I will say, too, the dub. If you watch this, watch the dub. Yeah. Not only from a childhood thing, but the dub is very good. Yeah. It goes. It harkens back to, like, 90s, just having really good dubs across the board. Yeah. Um, but definitely, if this piques your interest, I recommend watching it in English. Uh, I'll read a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I wrote it five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> it's my own thoughts. No, I'll read. A, I'll read a written by Troa's girl. Uh, Gundam Wing is one of the best Gundam series to ever come out, with the perfect balance between dialogue, politics, and action. There is something for everyone here. The romance undertones create intrigue without distracting from the plot, and the character growth and development is some of the best I've seen from any Gundam series. Okay, which nice. we're gonna get into because. Every, all the main characters are essentially war orphans or child soldiers. Yeah. Man, we're, we're out of our sad man arc and into our <laughs> what war <is> orphan <laughs> arc. I'm sad, but I'm going to focus that on those, those people. people. The I'm fact gonna... we've had two episodes in a row that talk about <laughs> war orphans, huh? And so the big joke is that so the movie Endless Waltz takes place on Christmas. Oh, okay. Much like Die Hard. I was like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas episode. It's a Christmas episode, everybody. Um, so everybody take a seat. And listen to the story of the Gundams and how they liberated the colonies and brought peace to Earth and the galaxy, I guess, would be in this case. Um, We begin with high expectations. Human beings leave Earth to begin a new life in space colonies. However, the United Earth Sphere Alliance gains great military powers and soon seizes control of one colony after another in the name of justice and peace. The year is after Colony 195, Operation Meteor. In a move to counter the Alliance's tyranny, rebel citizens of certain colonies scheme to bring new arsenals to Earth, disguising them as shooting stars. However, the Alliance headquarters catches on to this operation and begins its counterattack. So our story begins with, yes, the opening shot is this shuttle that's taking off. And um, so let me do a little bit of exp- explanation. So let me talk about some of the players here. But that's setting yeah, the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Fair Verona where we set our stage. So we have five Gundam pilots. Okay. Hero, H-E-E-R-O. Okay. Named for a famous uh, pacifist who in the lore of the show was murdered. Okay. He promoted peace between Earth and the colonies. Can't have that. And they said, no! kill this man! And they shoot him! <laughs> Bam! Uh, Hiro Yui, Duo Maxwell, uh, Troa Barton, or I'm sorry, his na- he goes by Troa Barton. His yeah. name really isn't Troa Barton. But- he, he calls himself No Name. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ketra Rababa Winner. Okay. And Chang Wufei. Those are our five pilots. Okay. Uh, Hiro pilots the Wing Gundam. Okay. Uh, which later it becomes modified to be known as the Wing Zero Gundam. Okay. Um, we have Duo who pilots the Gundam Death Scythe. Upgraded to Gundam Death Scythe Hell. Yes, sir. Uh, we have Troa who uh, uses the Gundam Heavy Arms, which is literally a walking uh, weapons platform. Okay. It just has two giant Gatling guns and, just, and rockets, and it just shoots the shit out of you. Uh, the Death Scythe Hell is like a giant bat. It specializes in stealth, cool. um, and it has like technology that hasn't proven not to show up on radar. 
and it's like like pitch black. It's really cool. That's very cool. Uh, the wing zero is specialty is what is known as beam weapons. Okay. So basically, just shoots this giant Kamehameha blast yeah. out of a gun. Oh, okay, sick. Uh, they don't really specify what Ketra's is, which is known as the Sand Rock. Yeah. Um, it is this like desert. It's really cool. It has these two twin scimitars. Yeah. And then it can like heat them up and it throws them at people. Oh, that's it. And it ha- its shield is this giant like cobra. Oh, okay. Cool. He is the leader of what is known as the Magwanak Corps, and mm-hmm. they are a group of test tube babies who have, um, kind of become. Attached to him, he like helped them out their culture and stuff. Yeah. So there are these Middle Eastern like fighters who work with him. And okay. They're they're there's are modeled after like Middle Eastern, so they wear like robes and stuff, and they have like these really cool like headbands. Not, That's very cool. Not like when I'm like traditional stuff, but like actual like they wear like like hoods and yeah. things like that. Uh, and then uh, Chang Wu uh, Chang Wu Fei pilots the Shenlong. Uh, Gundam, which is a Gundam that has the classic pike that in traditional Chinese warfare. Yeah. And also, its left hand turns into a flamethrower that looks like a dragon. Hell yeah, brother. His eventually will be upgraded into what is known as the, uh, I think, the Ataru Gundam. Yeah. Which will then look like, uh, like a dragon from the head. So, like, it has, like, a tail that it can, like, bring oh, around okay. and stuff like that. Uh, everybody gets, like, an upgrade after Ooh, a certain yeah. point. Right. Yeah, everyone has to get their power up at some point. Mm-hmm. And this is Operation Meteor. So all five of these Gundams are sent to Earth. Um, and they are the colony's answer to the tyranny that the uh, United Earth Sphere Alliance... So the United the Earth doesn't have a true reigning government anymore. Okay. What this group of like countries did is they're like, we're all going to get together and we're just going to eliminate war. By all, right. all of us being on one team, no one's going to fight. Right. Now there are like kingdoms that do exist. Um, and there is this other group that's part of the United Earth Sphere Alliance that is known as Oz. Okay. Oz stands for the Organization Organization of the Zodiacs. Okay. And their uh, whole thing is they're like the Black Ops. Okay. Uh, so they're the guys who will go... We clean up, things up, yeah. We'll blow up a village. <laughs> we'll do it. And their stuff's fun. So they pilot what are called mobile suits, which <laughs> are just regular giant mechs. Right. Um, and those are cool because they are all named after zodiac signs. That's cool. So the land, uh, the land mobile suit is called the Leo. Their water ones are called Pisces and Cancer. The their flyers are called Aries. Mm-hmm, things like that. That's cool. So they go down, and essentially, as they're going down, we meet another new uh, character. Mm-hmm. This man is wearing a mask, a helmet. He is known as the Lightning Count. He is known as Zex Marquise. Okay. And they are kind of like prowling the atmosphere, waiting for one of these Gundams to land. And uh, while this is happening, there's a lot of characters that are being introduced at once. We meet this other on this regular space shuttle coming uh, back from the colonies. is a young girl who goes by the name of Relina. Okay. Relina Dorlin. And her father, Vice Foreign Minister Dorlin. And so he is the liaison between the colonies and Earth. Okay. So, uh, this Gundam we meet is Hiro, and Hiro comes off as kind of a dick. He goes, that's a civilian shuttle. I'm going to go shoot it. Blow it up. <laughs> Which is probably a war crime. Um, I think it is. And then so Zex sees this. They go to intercept him. 
Um, and so what is unique about said about the wing Gundam is it can turn into like a plane. Yeah. So that's what they're they're like, oh, there's a plane. That's strange. Yeah. And so Zex is like, I'll go fight it. <laughs> so but they so the interesting thing is they they really play into the whole space thing. So mm-hmm. if you get it, so he gets into what's called the Leo, but they're not designed for the air. So they're, he's like, well, how are you going to fight? You, right. It's meant to have like dirt under its feet. He's like, I'll figure it out. We'll just float. Yeah. So what they'll do is so they actually modify them for space. And so they have these little thruster packs that they like mount onto That's their backs. Cool. Yeah. And so it like toot toot. And it'll like spin them around and they can like maneuver just like how you would in like yeah, actual in, space. In, in actual space, yeah. They don't do that for the Gundams because they have anime bullshit. Right. Um, and so they actually do fight. They uh, He's able to transform into his... Well, they're like, oh, it's a Gundam! Everyone down! Oh, if we had a dollar for every time somebody goes, it's a Gundam! Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, what are we going to do? They're going to kill us. Uh, and he actually is able to fight for... He's actually So it's kind of cool, like Lord of the Rings. So they're like falling, yeah. entering Earth's atmosphere, and they're like sword fighting right. with each other. And then he goes, fuck this, I'm out. And so he like is able to like grapple it in the air like yeah. a, like an MMA fighter and like pins it and then he just jumps out. He's like, Woo! Yeah, yeah, I'm goodbye, idiots. And so he yeah, so the the Gundam and the Leo mobile unit suit are crash into the ocean and they go, well, there they go. But before they do that, he actually sends out two scouts and they go, oh, we're gonna stop him. And he uh, hero demonstrates his ultimate ability, which is that the wing Gundam carries this large like laser beam. Okay. That, like, will fucking kill, like, five people at once. And so they're like, we got him! And then they, like, get obliterated. Like, ah! yeah. Classic. And he lands. Uh, our next scene... So we're going to follow Hero for a little bit. Um, what, the, what the Gundam pilots don't know is that they are all actually, like, their own cell. Okay. So no one knows. So they don't know that there's four oh, other of them running so around. their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll see one and be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. And he's like, who are you? Who am I? And they've all got their own... Yeah. yeah. So they're like, well, you have a Gundam. And he's like, well, I have a Gundam. Why do you have a Gundam? And they're like, well, I'm... Po- oh, okay. So we're on the same team. See, oh, okay. That's cool. Now, we uh, end up with Relina. And Relina is upset because her father's been working. And she um, is, like, walking along the beach because the United Earth Fair Alliance is like, we need to t- you come debrief us on what you talked about with the colonies. Yeah. And we'll, we'll go from there. She's like, okay, like, I'll walk home. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She's walking along the beach. As and sees did. a boy in a suit, in like a space suit. She's yeah. like, oh no! Takes off the helmet, it's Hero. Yeah. Um, and there is beginning to be this small, like there's like this weird attraction between yeah. them. Um, and so she like calls the cops to go help, to like call for help and stuff like that. Uh, along the way, eventually, um, he ends up attending her school. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Hero. And Hero is just like this. He almost kind of like if anybody's seen the Bourne, the Jason Bourne movies, he's kind of like that. Okay, like he's this very... like cold, like I don't know what's going on, like. But he's he for him it's the mission. So his order is to attend the school. So his order is yeah. So what you discover is that they are told to basically blend in wherever okay. they land, and then they are to attack Oz military sites. Okay. So Oz is in charge of building all of the mobile suits. Okay. So they're yeah. So they're your weapons manufacturers, right, sure. and so they're like. That's We're what they're being told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what you well, what we will then find out is uh, so he joins and she's like, oh, "Oh, like I helped you, like I recognize you." Yeah, like hey, and he's like, "Don't fuck!" Like he like he Don't pulls, he pulls a gun on her like twice, <laughs> and he's like, I, "She knows about me. I have to kill, kill her. her." 
And so uh, there's a very iconic. And shout out to her friends because they're just like, wow, he's a, like they're like very like that. Like usually when you have like a rich because she uses this uh, rich girl. Yeah. It's kind of like you know her friends are kind of. No, they're all like very nice. And they're like, no, really, no, like we're worried about you. Yeah. Like, no, you like, what's need, going on? You here? need this psycho. Yeah. No. What's going on here? And. Uh, and so yeah, so they deal with that, and then he's like, oh, and so she's like really nice to him. She like comes up, and is like, here is uh, she's like, oh, my birthday's coming up. Here's here's like a uh, invitation. And he like rips it in front no, of her. No, he does it. He's fuck like, your birthday. He said, fuck your. This enjoys in the way of my mission. I hope your birthday sucks. And she's like, oh, and so everybody, like, hates him at the school because Relina's like, oh, yeah. she's so sweet to everybody and she's so nice. And so she she's, like, curious about why he's such a raging asshole. She's like, there's, like, a thing. Right, like, there's obviously, you like, don't huh. just do that. Yeah, and so her, so what you discover is Hero is there because nearby there is this, like, experimental weapons facility. And so he lost his Gundam. And so yeah. as soon as they lose their Gundams, it's immediately, like, we have to destroy it. Right. Destroy the tech, right? And so one of the famous lines at the end of the promo is, it goes, those who lay eyes on the Gundam shall not live to tell about it. Right. So it must go! <laughs> Kaboom! And so he's like... <laughs> so he's like... All these people are 15, by the way. They're like right. 14, 15. And they're like elite, black ops. These like, little child soldiers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's like hacking into like the school mainframe. And he's like, he's like, oh, my debt? Gone. Gone, yeah. Oh, I already paid for tuition this year. Gone, so yeah. He's doing all this shit. Um... And so he begins to work on this. He's trying to like figure it out, and he hero is very meticulous, and it's right. always about the end game. How do I accomplish my mission? Right. And a lot of times with him, they get they'll get uh, like like a, a beep, and they'll go read like their mission. Right. And he always goes like mission confirmed, like a robot, and then yeah. he'll, like go and like <laughs> I gotta go do it. Um. So meanwhile, Zex is out there looking for it. And, and they're looking for the wing Gundam. Yeah. Because they want to confirm that it is a Gundam. They don't know what they look like. Right. And so, what, again, what makes Gundams unique is that they are made from Gundanium alloy. Right. And the reason it's a big deal is because Gundanium can only be refined in space. Right. Okay. So it has to have come from the colonies, which means it's a colony weapon, and the colonies are trying to fight, fight. back. Yeah, okay. We must kill, kill them! them! So, they're able, they're trying to find it. Uh, and then eventually, uh, Hero is like, I fix that, finds the torpedoes, he launches them, and they are actually stopped in the ocean by another Gundam pilot, who is Duo, piloting his Gundam Death Scythe. So yeah, so these things can go into space, they can go underwater, Water. they can go... They're all-terrain! They are all-terrain. And so then he's like, hey, you have a Gundam! And he's like, I do have a Gundam. And so Hero is not a very talkative human being. Yeah. He's very kind of a thing. But during this interaction, uh, so yeah, so this is that kind of scene. So she goes, she said, where is he? She goes to this place, figures out where he's at somehow. I think she like finds his computer. Yeah. Somewhere. And then he points a gun at her and he's like, you know the secret. You oh, know I my secret. Yeah, I think I've seen this. Yeah, and he's like, you know my secret. Somebody, and so Duos jumps out of nowhere and like shoots him. Yeah. He's like, no, you're going to kill her. And then she's like, why would you shoot him? He's like, he he's had a gun to you. He's gonna shoot you. And so she stands in front of him and he and in front of Hero and Duo's like, "What are you doing?" Also, Duo, for those of you who are Riverdale fans, is voiced by Tallboy, the Hell yeah. member of the uh, Southside Serpents, who doesn't like um, what's his name, uh, Jughead. Jughead. He eventually becomes the, the Gargoyle the King. The Gargoyle King. Yes. Spoilers. Yes. Spoilers. Big spoilers. 
But yes, that's, so that's his voice actor. Um, and so they take him to the hospital. And he meets... This is, she's, she's a minor to mid-important character. He meets a woman named Sally Poe. Okay. Um, and now Sally Poe is a member of the Alliance. But she's not a bad person. She's yeah. like, hey, how can we help you? Like, how did you get hurt? Like, let's... Yeah. But they also have him, like, tied to the wall. <laughs> and so they, like, look at him and he has, like, stronger bones than pe- everybody else. Oh, he's, he like, drinks milk. Yeah, he's, like, his muscle density is greater than the average human. They're, like, okay. he's, he's not a human. What do we do? He's just tougher than everybody yeah. else is kind of the thing. Um, but Duo goes, saves him from the darkness. They they get out and they, like, shoot their way out. Yeah. Um, they find their Gundams. So they're able to pull them off. Which then, uh, and that's kind of the end of their story for right now. Okay. We then meet Troa Barton, or the man known as Troa. The artist formerly known, known as Troa. Pilot of the Gundam Heavy Arms and Katra Rababa winner who, winner, who is the pilot of the Gundam Sandrock. Okay. So they're like blowing up. And so the thing is, is that these mobile suits aren't made from the same metals as Gundams yeah. are. So they're just, they're just inferior. Yeah. So these dudes are just walking through and just uh, chopping people. Right. And so the only way you really beat a Gundam is you have to just hit them with like heavy artillery. Right. And so they actually, they have eventually they introduce a, a mobile suit that carries like a howitzer on its shoulder. Oh yeah. And it just shoots it at them and they're like, oh, everyone duck. And so uh, Ketra's thing is he comes from a pacifist family and he's very like, hey guys, like you're just like me. We should be friends. And everybody's like very edgy and like dark yeah and then he's just overly happy he's like wow friend no you're just yeah you're just like me um and so they actually go but we don't know like at the beginning they don't know who each other are right so they begin the fight and so the downside to Chowa's weapon or Gundam which is the heavy arms is once it runs out of bullets it's kind of it yeah it's whole job is to stand there and it's just gonna shoot yeah and just rip things apart um and so they begin to fight each other a little bit, and they go, hey, our Gundams are the same, yeah. leading to them agreeing to be friends. Um, and that's kind of them. So everyone kind of pairs off a little at what, some point during the story. Uh, Sally Poe is just curious about Hero, wondering what kind of how he is. So her back thing is like just trying to figure who out, who who are these boys? Boys, yeah. Who are you, miss? Who are you? So they escape from the hospital. I totally forgot about this. but And then they like blow a hole in, like, they're in like a, like a 200 foot skyscraper. And Hero just jumps. <laughs> he just jumps. And everybody's like, we, he's like, Duel's like, pull your parachute. And he's like, no. <laughs> and so it's kind of hinted that Hero has this strange, like, if I fail the mission, I gotta like. Kill myself. Yeah, he's got a death wish. And so, like, 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 because right, so when you pull a parachute, there's a certain di- like height you have yes. to do it to be most. He like does it right before he hits the ground. He pulls it, drops like thirty feet, skids against the side of a hill, uh-huh. and then rolls into the sand of the beach. That I on. deserve that. <laughs> and everybody's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he's like, "He's like, wow." And so he has like this little like propeller thing that like floats him down, like Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? Why are you so angry? Why are you a psycho? And so they're able to get, go to their mobile, mobile suits. Meanwhile, Zex Marquis is introduced to the prototype of all mobile suits, which is known as the Tall Geese. Okay. And it's cool because it has this like Roman centurion, like the little mo, like the feather mohawk. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, basically, this thing flies so fucking fast that it kills people. Big. Like nobody can pilot it. Because it just like G, it's like does nine G turns. It's just so fast, and it just like 
<laughs> Eventually, he, so Zex for a long time has his, his right hand man. His name is Otto. Yeah. Shout out to the boy Otto. And so they're like, eventually he's like introduced to it. They're like, hey, we think you could fly. You're the only one that could probably fly this thing. Right. The Otto tries it. Otto has like a seizure and like broken ribs. And I was like, what happened? I'm like, oh yeah, he tried to. Fl-. And they're like, he tried to fly the the, the toggies. And he's like, I can't feel my face. I'm dying. This was a mistake. No, for real. And he's like, cool. Like this will give me because basically, Zex is like looking for his death. Right. He's like, I need to find a way to... And he's like, the Gundams might be my answer to, like, ending it all. I need a glorious end. Essentially. Um, We are introduced to Zex's friend, this man known as Trey's Trey's Marquis. Trey's not Trey's. It's Trey's... uh, Oh, I'm going to look up his name right now. Trey's Trey's Kushranada. Oh, great. There's some very good names. There's some very good names. And his assistant, Lady Un. Oh, Oh, Lady Un is a psycho. Lady Un, huh? So Lady Un is a, has a very fun like character, goes, but she's a wackadoodle. Oh. oh, she looks like a wackadoodle. Oh, oh, well, there's two Lady Uns. So there's her with her hair up and her with her hair down. Yeah, and they are two very different two people. people. Um. So, he, Zex then, after he's like, we're gonna go to what's called the Lake Victoria Alliance base. And to meet his old friend, uh, Lucretia Noin. And I, I like Noin very yeah. much. And so she, so it's very, it's hinted very early. She's madly in love with him. They've known each other since they were cadets at the And she's yeah. lo- like in love, love with him. It. She's like, if you, you say shoot that guy, I'll do it. Right I'll now. do it. Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> and so she's tra- uh, training uh, pilots. That's mm-hmm. a mobile suit pilots. And... Uh, also, a thing that happens is these guys just get in the bases and put bombs in places where it should be difficult to put bombs. bombs? So, so uh, no, everyone calls it Noin. Uh, and Noin's thing is, so Zex is like, hey, like, like you got a good class coming up. She's like, yeah, I'm super stoked about these guys. Yeah. And she's like, well, like, you know, like, don't get too attached because it's war. They might die. People die. Yeah. And she's like, no, they won't die. Okay. Anybody, anybody who has watched a war movie knows they're all gonna die. Oh, do you say it like that? They're all gonna die. She's like, no, they're not gonna die. She's like, because I trained them to not overdo, to not think with their emotions, to just fight, to survive, mm. and to win the battle. Not. And so, uh, Noin is part of a group called the Specials. The mm. Specials are the Specials. <laughs> yeah. They are this elite crack unit developed by Trey's Kushranada, who they then become Oz, but they're like these undefeated like pilots. Right. And so Zex is part of them, along with Noin and a couple other people. Um, well, much like we just predicted, fucking <laughs> the the last Gundam, the Shenlong Gundam, piloted by Chang Wufei, he just blows up the dormitories. <gasps> well, well, well. No, he yeah, they just like they're like, hey, all right, Billy, good night, boom, boom. and there's like scre- they're like screaming, and you're like, oh my, oh, this is terrorism. <laughs> And she's like, fuck! There, she just killed them. She doomed oh, it. She doomed it. God damn it. And so this, you just see this kid on a fucking motorcycle like, zooming away. Zoom away. <laughs> Get him! <laughs> and so the way you can tell who Noin's uh, mobile suit, so she likes to fly the Ares, which yeah. is the fighter pilot style. So the Ares basically looks like a fighter pilot. It, right. It's literally like, it has like, like plane jets mm-hmm. on it, and then its helmet is a gas mask. Yeah. Like a pilot's Yeah, mask. like a pilot's mask. 
So hers is like green, like bright green. Yeah. So you, and so like, because their traditionally their colors are dark blue and like sky blue. Right. So you can tell who she <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, that was an animation choice. <laughs> and so she's like, "I'll get you, motherfucker, son of a bitch!" And so they fly around with these fucking like fifty million, like fifty cow fucking guns. <laughs> just, yeah. And so of course, because it's anime, he can't hit me. Oh, oh I'm dodging. I'm weaving. <laughs> And so eventually she like shoots a rocket and knocks him off his motorcycle. She's like, he's just a kid. <laughs> and then so he's able to beat her. And then there's that, that, I don't know if in the promo he said, you saw that I was a kid and you underestimated me. Yeah. That's what he says to her after he beats her. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, and you're a woman. <laughs> no. The, the greatest fate, like heel turn. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, you underestimated me. And you're a woman. Ooh, yeah. Women are emotional. Of course I beat you. And we're like, whoa! Thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I'm a terrorist. And I'm a sexist. And he's like, good luck, woman. And then just like takes off in his gun. Like, ah, I'm one. one. Goodbye. <laughs> and so, uh, so Wufei, they kind of, so they don't really go into their origin backstories of how they ended up being pilots, but. Well, phase is interesting because he begins. To, he talks to his Gundam like it's alive. Yeah. And what you find out is that he was betrothed, or he he was married to this woman. Oh. And the alliance led a gas attack on their village. Oh. And so she got into. So she was deemed the protector of the colony, and they created this mobile suit for her. That was a variation of the tall geese. Yeah. And so she tried to fight them off, and because of the the tall geese itself, she died. Dies. Essentially, was yeah. And so, but before, when they got to know each other, she referred to herself as Nataku, which is this guardian deity of the colony. Yeah. So he calls his Gundam Nataku in honor of her. Because uh, she survives up until a point, and he carries her to this field of, like, flowers that he grew. And then she dies. And then they, and then they realize, because theirs is a marriage of convenience. Yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean, political. Yeah. And so they didn't like each other. And then as she died, they realized how much they both loved each other. And then she dies. And so he names his That's so the sad. Top. The fuck? <laughs> Where's Chibity Crockett? He just wants to fight the box the world. Chibity girls. Um, and so that's what happens there. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, Berlina's father is like, hey, I'm going to go back to the colonies. Come with me. Mm-hmm. Trace has, uh, at this point, Trace has talked to his right-hand woman, Lady Un, and it goes, uh, Vice Minister Dorlin is po- posing some problems for us. Yeah. Be real shame if real shame. someone attacked him and he happened to die. Be real shame. And she's like, got it. <laughs> And so she, Lady Un, accompanies them on this mission, and they're meeting with these like pacifist groups. Yeah. That are like, no, we don't want to go to war. We want to figure out how to just kind of come together. Yeah. And so Lady Un, in terrible spy move, uh, her like pocket mirror thing, yeah, makeup kit, is a bomb. <gasps> and so outside the door, it's like a steel plated door. She puts it on this like bookshelf. Yeah. And so Relina comes by and goes, "Hey, Dad, I'm gonna like go shopping. I'll be back." And she sees the little notepad thingy, right? Yeah. The little makeup kit. She goes, "Oh, I saw Lady Un with it. Let me let give me go give it to her." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and "God bless her soul. She's just been thrown into some." She's like, "Excuse me, like, hey, you totally forgot this." Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, "You idiot! Come on!" No, Lady goes, "You idiot!" Grabs it, yeets it through the window where her dad's Is having it? the meeting. No shit. 
like a Tom Brady wishes he could hit this throw. Just boom! As she throws it, goes into the window, blows up, kills everybody in the fucking room. <laughs> Mission successful! Oh, she goes, fuck my dad! And like, so Relina goes yeah. back in there. And so uh, while this is happening, these men just show up and they go, hey, we're here to take your dad. Like, we got you. Just yeah. come with us. Yeah. Go, go, go. And she's like, no, what about my dad? She's like, we need to go to a hospital. He's like, no, they're watching the hospitals. We need to go. And so they're like, shout out to, I don't know if you ever watched like old, like, you know, 80s, 90s spy movies. Yeah. And there's always that one dude that's like dressed like a 90s guy. Yeah. And has like a, a machine gun with him and is like fighting off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, they have one of those. They have one of those big. And so they're like, we need to go. And so they take it with it. And so as she is in this, the back of this van. Go, go, go. And they're just like shooting out of it. It's like Call of Duty. They're like, yeah. ah. Um, her uh, vice uh, foreign minister Dorlin is dying. Yeah, and he goes really. I need you to learn. You, I need to tell you this. I've never known the right time to tell you, but I'm not your real father. You're not a Dorlin. You're actually a peacecraft. The peacecrafts were this family that uh, uh, were the monarchs of what is known as the Sank Kingdom. Okay, S A N C. Um, they were this the leading pacifist kingdom that was against the United Earth Sphere Alliance. Okay. And the United Earthsphere Alliance said, yeah, that's, a need you. that's a problem. Yeah. And destroyed her kingdom, essentially. She got Anastasia. She did get Anastasia. And he's like, he's like, I was really good friends with your father and your mother. And much like Star Wars, yeah. I thought I would take you and we'd raise you as our own. I need you to know that before I die. And you are the living heir of this, this family. Thing. Okay. And then he dies. Where's he dies? And shout out to Relina. She's a poor girl. She goes, I'm going to get revenge. We're going to kill them all. Oh, we're going to rampage. And it's actually it's actually super fun because she's played off as this very like, sweet, innocent. Yeah. Oh, but she's like, no, I will have my there pound of flesh, Lady Un. Lady Un, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but so then what she sees on the news is that the United Earthsphere Alliance and Lady Un are reporting it as a terrorist attack from the colonies. Right. And so they're like, oh no, who would do such a thing? Why are the colonies against us? We're having peace talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a false flag operation. Um, uh, Relina then meets a man known as Dr. J. No relation to the basketball player. <laughs> and he is the one who designed Hero's uh, mobile suit. Okay. He is a member of the Rebel Alliance. And a traitor. And a traitor. Uh, but he designed it and trained Hero. And he's kind of like, she's like, I want to get hit. What's his deal? Yeah, why is he so angry? So, Hiro Yui was named after the pacifist uh, social rights activist named Hiro Yui. Yeah. Who, uh, and he was essentially, like, trained to follow the mission and to bring peace to the, free and freedom to the colonies. Okay. He's, like, despite all of that, he's, a, he's, like, he's a good kid. He, like, he does this because he loves yeah. his people. Yeah. He's a robot, but, like. But, oh, and there, and there, there's something data. There's something data. He can feel. <laughs> So she's like, thank you. So he kind of like keeps an eye on her uh, and uh, goes from that. Uh, a little backstory that they don't talk about is that Hiro was this unnamed orphan who was raised by the assassin of Hiro Yui. Oh, okay. And then his name was Odin Lowe. He did a mission, died, and then they ended up raising Hiro as... And they were like, well, you're going to bring priest to the colony, so we'll name you after, after... Hiro Yui. Oh, okay. Um... So, we then go to, this episode is called Party Night, 
And uh, so Relina comes back to her boarding school. Yeah. And all her friends are like, this is awful. Like, no, like, we're genuinely sad that we're celebrating your birthday. Like, no, we shouldn't be. Yeah, because I can't imagine what you're going... Like, they're just... They're very sweet. They're very good. You're like, oh, this is nice. And she's like, no, my dad will want me to be strong. Oh, she's a tough bitch after this. And I say that with the greatest amount of respect. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then they mentioned that... uh, So it's a school dance, and they're going to try and, like, celebrate... And then uh, this someone goes, oh, Hero's transferring. Because he's moving on to his next... You gotta, yeah. gotta ramble on. You gotta ramble, you gotta, gotta move on, yeah. Uh, she then goes and meets him and tells him, like, no, like, I know... She's like, you don't have to pull a gun on me again. I Whoa, know. yeah. And she's like, well, now that my dad's dead, I understand how you feel about wanting to destroy Oz. So, I understand why you listen to My Chemical <laughs> Romance. Why you scream into your pillow at night. And so she's like, all right, dance with me. And so that he does, and it's very sweet. Yeah. He that the the thaw the ice heart that he has begins the, the thaw. thaw. He starts to feel. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Lady Una's like, Melina got away. We need to kill her. We're gonna shoot up her school. <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> she sends mobile. So mobile suits are about twenty to thirty feet tall. They're bigger yeah. than most buildings. And she's like, we're gonna send some in <laughs> to just kill her. Which is like sending a nuke to kill a fly. Yeah, you got these giant 50 caliber machine guns to kill this one little girl. And that's what Lady Un's thing is. She's like, I'm gonna kill you in the messiest, most fucking iron-fisted... I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill you dead! I'm gonna kill you and piss on your grave. And everybody's like, whoa! Whoa, calm down! Take it easy, Lady Un. And so... Hero's there with his Gundam and she's like go get in the Gundam and he's like okay <laughs> and so they're like fuck there's a Gundam here how do we not know it's a Gundam I think my favorite thing is that they just like put it in trees <laughs> they just like lie it down and we're like fuck where's this giant robot where did it go <laughs> oh son of a bitch how do we find them they keep fucking pulling the wool over our eyes uh, it's in a bush I can't see it <laughs> and my favorite is later there's another one where the Shenlong Gundam is, and he's like, oh, it's under uh, camouflage netting. And you can literally just see the fuck. It's like sitting against a mountain. Oh, he's trying to hide it with camouflage no, netting. put like three leaves on. And like, oh, I buried it. No, it's like oh, just these big bushels of like branches that he's put on like the head and like the shoulders. We can still see it. Like, oh, you can't. Uh, no, it's a Buddha statue. Much like John Cena. Oh. You know, he's not there. I wonder how did they find us? And uh, so they begin to attack her, and then they fight back. And Trey's Kushanada calls Lady Un and goes, "You need to call off the team." <laughs> and they go, "Why are we calling it off?" And he's like, "Because I owe my friend Zex a favor, and I said that I would protect her." Yeah. So they leave, and Relina's Relina's safe. And the Hero's like, "No, I need to kill Relina now, like because she knows she's yeah. trying to get into the robot." <laughs> But he can't bring himself to do it. Yeah. And his heart has grown three he times says, in size. Oh, the Grinch is loving. He's beginning to love. Because <laughs> she'll be like, oh, because I think after, she goes, here, like, I know you have to kill me. So she's like, here I am. Do it. Do it. And he's like, I can't. I? These hands destroy. <laughs> is this love? Is this, is this what it I is? I don't want to crush her with a 30, pound, 30 <laughs> fucking ton robot. <laughs> um, upon which... They then get their next mission. Is they are to go to New Edwards Base. It's like in Africa, I believe, or something like that, or England. Mm-hmm. And all five of them get this mission. This message. The message is that the higher, the leading members of Oz 
are all going to be meeting at one time. Oh, we killed them. And yeah, we just take the bag and hit it against the wall yeah, and they kill them all. Yep. Um, however, in the heel turn, in the who you've been had in the century, this meeting is actually the United Earth Sphere Alliance uh, leaders. Oh, the three big leaders: leaders of space, the the acting field marshal, and the leader of the planetary forces. Oh, and they're all pacifists. Oh no! And they're all talking about no. We need to have a dialogue with the colonies. We need to disarm. And there should be he, the lead guy. His name's Field Marshal Noventa, and yeah. he's like, "We've done some shit. We We've committed weapons. crime. Yeah. But now is the time to lay down our weapons and we begin a dialogue. Yeah. And then the Gundam show up, and they're like, "What are they here for?" And then Trey's and his lady are like, "Oh no!" And so they grab our favorite guy. His name is General Septum, <laughs> and goes, "Come with us. We'll send the rest of them onto this ship." Yeah. Okay. And so they're there, and the Gundams are like, we're killing everybody in this bit. But they're like, why are there so many people here? This yeah. is strange. This is like a lot. And so they're fighting, and uh, Septim is on this random plane with Trey's, and Trey, he's like, are we, are we going to take off? And he's like, no, wait, we're going to let them go first. Yeah. They go first. Hero goes, there you. they are! Yeah. Cuts it in half. You know, so, the, so it shows them flying at him. And the uh, the leader field marshal event like his last words was son don't be hasty, and then he cuts it in half, oh, killing shit. all the pacifists in the Earth Sphere line or the Earth Alliance. This is wild. And he, so what you find out is that Trey's had sent out a fake document yeah. to trick them all to wipe oh, out the top, the top the top brass. The lone survivor, General Septim, declares war on the colonies. And then Lady Un goes, we no longer have need of you. Drops him out of a plane and then headshots him as he's falling. Just to really say, fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> Lady Un is a psycho! Um, not only that, but members of Oz, so soldiers, were slowly being put into the United uh, uh, Earth Alliance. So as soon as like Order sixty six sleeper hits, cells, everybody was so like they're they're like oh we got him and then like they would get shot from behind and yeah. they're like what's happening and they're like long live Oz and they're like oh my god we've been had yes. holy shit <laughs> and upon upon which Oz is now the ruling power of Earth and is formally declared war against the colonies a big and blamed it on the Gundams. You and so this is like their big. This is the big. Also, we're five episodes in. <laughs> My God, seven. I'm sorry. And they're like, "Fuck, we we lost. Yeah, we have dug ourselves into a hole, the likes of which we may never get out of. Yeah, like we have ruined <laughs> the galaxy. Oh fuck! And all of them just start feeling it. They're yeah. just all like, oh shit. shit. Um, Troa and Wufei go after Trace. They're like, no, he's still here. We need to go get Trace. Trace right. is, Trace isn't the truly. He's like, the he's the charisma. Yeah, he's the young. Like, oh, he's I have the, the yeah. ideas. All these old fucks don't know shit. shit. Oh, I, I, I got have, it. And so they go fuck. And then they then uh, the Oz soldiers then program the base to detonate, hoping it takes out everybody. Right. And then, at the same time, yeah. and then blame it on everybody else. Uh. Uh, Wu Fei shows up and is able to get to Trey's first um, and Trey's is like Trey's whole thing is he's like I'll kill everybody yeah but I have honor 
And so he's like, basically goes, 1v1, we're going to fight without your Gundam. And then the next round, we'll fight with your Gundam. Oh, okay. And so he beats Wufei, and that fucks Wufei's life up. He's like, oh, I'm not worthy. And uh, he's like, oh, I will see you again one day. And he's like, ah. So he's like, and so because remember, he had this whole thing about being strong. And yeah. Like, You're a woman. You're a mo-. He's like, fuck, I lost. What do I do? I gotta find a woman to beat up. <laughs> and so, so he's sad. Hero's like, I've killed innocent people. Yeah. Fuck, I'm sad. Yeah, I'm du- a monster. Duo's like, I'm trying to be the funny guy, but everybody's sad. Yeah. Um, while we're here, we'll talk a little bit about Duo's backstory. So, Duo Maxwell, um, he, he is dressed in a priest's habit. Okay. And is known for his very long braid that he wears. That was because he was an orphan. Okay. And was raised in a church by Father Maxwell. Um... Because there were rebels nearby, the Alliance blew up their church. Kaboom! And killed the father, Father Maxwell, and the nun. Her name is Sister mm. Alice, I believe. So to honor them, he has uh, taken on her... So she would braid his hair, so yeah. he carries his hair in a braid and wears the habit that Father Maxwell used to wear. Cause, but because everybody he knows dies, dies, he becomes. he calls himself the god of death. Because he's like, everybody everybody dies. dies. Exactly. So that's Duo's story. Um, From there, so everybody's fucked. So they managed to fix the Talgi. So we're going to go to Zex. Zex's story is now continuing. Okay. Zex restores the Talgi. And he returns to his homeland. Yeah. Which is the Sank Kingdom. Okay. He... Takes off his helmet, revealing himself to be the eldest son of the Peacecraft family and Relina's older brother. Oh, no! Who goes by, this is a good name, Miliardo Peacecraft. Sounds like a very good oh, name. Oh, he uh, sounds rich. Oh, he sounds rich and he's handsome and he's oh, good at everything. son of a bitch, shake my hand. And he's good at everything. The title of this episode, too, is called The Portrait of a Ruined Country. Ooh, it's So he goes in front of this, and so his father was a stanch... Absolute pacifist. No weapons. But to get revenge, Zex has uh, continued this war. Yeah. And so he take, and he goes, I'm not, I'm not worthy to rule this kingdom even though by birthright I am. Right. He's like, I will find any way I can to get my my sister to... And hence, that's why he, tra- he had Trey Saver. Yeah. All that stuff. So that's the big wow! Wow! Um, everybody's sad, and so now everybody's trying to figure out what they were doing. Uh, so Oz now, so we're going to bounce back. We're bouncing through a lot of stuff, but Oz, so, uh, so like I said, the mobile suits aren't designed to fight in space. Right. So Oz has been creating these new suits called Tauruses, and they are specifically designed to fly in space. And they're cool because they turn into, like, uh, Starscream from, oh. uh, Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they turn into, like, fighter jets, and they'll fly around in space. Oh, fuck, that's cool. And so they are a, uh, so they're mobilizing them, and they've set up this elaborate thing. So Lady Un's like, we'll get them! <laughs> and so they do that. And so there's like, there's a land route, there's a sky route, and they're trying to figure out, who, you know, they're trying yeah. to hit both. Um, Zex is allowed to, or is like, I'm just going to fight the guy that I fought. I'm going to fight Wing Gundam. That's yeah. what I want to do. I'm going to fight Hero. And so they begin fighting. And like I said, so the thing about the tall geese is that it just rips. It's the fast. It's faster than anything that has been created. So he like, when he was test flying it, he had a stroke. 
Because it's that fast. Just the G-force. Like, he yeah. Like, no, he didn't have a stroke. He had a heart attack. I like how they're really talking this thing up. Like, I really appreciate that. Like, oh, this is dangerous. And no, and when they show him in it, he's like, I'm going so fucking fast, fast right now. And so, but his whole thing is like, how do I overcome it? How mm-hmm. do I... And I'm like, well, when your blood's when your blood is in your feet, it's kind of hard. To- it's kind of. I don't know if it's a you problem at that point. <laughs> so he's like, I just have to be better. I don't know how you get better. Do some push-ups. I you don't bitch. know. But I very much do like the tall geese. Um, it's a very cool design. It, it has like this Roman has this like white big shield. It has it carries like a howitzer on its arm. Yeah. Uh, and so they fight. Um, and so they're fighting, and Lady Un. Goes, watch this, everybody. I'm gonna stop them. Oh and no, she goes, activate. So, the alliance had this thing known as the Space Fortress Barge. Okay, it is a giant weapons platform in space. And she goes, target the columns, blow them up. Yeah, she goes, we'll kill them all if you guys don't stop fighting. We'll kill everybody, and it'll be your fault. Oh, and that's wild. Everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa yeah. Even Ze- so Zex is funny. He's like, that's he's like, that's not okay. Listen, I've committed a couple war crimes. This Whoa. is shady. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, dude, I swear to fucking Christ. Oh, and them all. And so when the the doctor who we met before, Dr. J, yeah. hacks into the communications and he goes, I surrender, but we're not giving over the Gundam. Yeah. Fuck you. Hero goes, okay. Get sets up the uh uh, self-destruct on the wing Gundam. Yeah. Blows it up yeah. with him on it. No. God damn it. He survived. He lives. Yeah. But in that moment, so he like launches him in the like the dirt. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, fuck, he blew up his Gundam. He did it. Uh, And so everybody's like, fuck, what do we do? Everybody's like, quick, run. So they like grab a hero's body and they just take, they, everybody yeah. scatter. Upon which uh, Lady Un... <laughs> Gets talked to by Trace and goes, you gotta relax. You tried deep breathing. Like, he's like, we gotta make this work for us. You can't just, like, prove that we're evil. Yeah. We, you gotta, you know, you got a little wine and dine. And yeah, we gotta yeah, yeah. get them like that. So this, uh, if you ever look up Lady Un, there's two Lady Uns. There's one with the glasses and yeah. one without the glasses. So she begins to create this split personality that allows her to, like, be political and not a psycho. And calm down a little bit. Yeah. And so she talks very nice, like a teacher. She's like, oh, we should all have peace. And then she becomes glasses. Like, she's like, I'll fucking kill everybody. everybody in here. Woo! Oh, Jesus. Woo! Peace, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Duo and Ketra go, and Ketra reveals his uh, Magwanak core. And just kind of like, we are this small kingdom that nobody has been mm-hmm. able to like defeat because we're in the Middle East. And even in the future, we can't stop that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Anybody who knows, the Middle East has never been conquered. No, you can't. By outside fort. Yeah, just sand. It's not fun. No, just... Uh, Relina goes, it is time to get revenge. Rampage! So while that's happening, her brother, uh, Zex, is taking the the remains of the wing Gundam and is going to rebuild it Mm. to have Hero fight him again. Because he's like, I will die the way I want want to. to. You will fight me. I will make me die. (laughs) And so so Relina finds out that Lady Un is going to be at this party. Shout out to her. And she meets, she's trying to sneak into this party. And she meets this older man who was an ally of her, fa- her family. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Oh, she's with me. Come take a seat. And uh, so Lady Un shows up. And so there, she's like, 
coming to talk to him because he's like a big wig. Yeah. And she's like, oh, like we have a meeting, like come talk to us. And he's like, oh, I'm here with my granddaughter. Uh, and then they like make a comment because she's wearing a rose. And they're like, oh, a rose is so unbecoming of her because she's so evil. Yeah. And <laughs> this is like a funny line, but it's also like kind of gangster. Because she's like, oh, grandfather, I don't think I would fit wearing a rose as well. I'd rather be bla- bathed in the blood of Oz. Pulls a gun mm. out. Goes, this is for my father. <laughs> and you go, oh, oh shit. She doesn't kill her. She, oh. like, she, she like, catches her in like the arm. Oh, but for five seconds, I was like, this is gangsters. Fuck. <laughs> she turns the gun sideways. Oh, you're all gonna, and she just takes off. And so they were like after her. And so all the, the nobility there actually like kind of like encircles them and goes, yeah. no, we stand with her and her family. You're going to have to kill us. Yeah. And so they go, fuck, we'll go around. <laughs> I'll take a left. Upon which uh, she is saved by Lieutenant Noyne from orders from her brother, who is essentially like, you're, you're under our protection now. Yeah. I'm not working with them. I'm working for your brother, brother. who she doesn't know is alive. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So she's like, oh, I'm working with this guy who you might know. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Hero is going on this like road to redemption kind of thing. Yeah. He is hanging out with Troa. Troa uh, works at a circus. Okay. Um, and... Had, there is a lovely lady there whose name is Catherine, and it is backstory that no one ever mentions. It is hinted that they are siblings, uh, Troa and this Catherine woman. Uh, there was an attack that caused her infant baby brother to go missing, and in the manga, apparently, it's his hair. Oh, and he has very distinct hair, and so she's like, "Oh," and so he took on the name of Troa Barton. Okay, and so, but the name that she remembers her brother being is Triton. Okay. There's a lot of names and numbers, so Troa is like French for three. Three. Triton. Um, and so that's they're just like trying to figure it out. Uh, so there's a scene in the promo. The dude with the helmet, where he goes fools, and he's like, yeah. so that's because he goes on this mission with these two guys who are part of Oz, yeah. and they're sent to like get the remaining bases that belong to the Alliance to like, hey, like, yeah. And they go, oh, you surrender? We're just going to kill everybody, everybody here. And he's like, that, Zex is like, that's not how we do this. Lord. And they're like, oh, well, it sounds like you're a bitch. <laughs> and they're like, no, like we can take you. Yeah. Easy. And he goes, in his tall geese that yeah. fucking rips nine Gs. He's like, I'll kill you too. So the scene where he yells, fools him ripping their gun, to, their mobile suit in half. Oh, uh, To send a message. And you're like, oh. Oh, he's cool. <laughs> um, Hero begins to, like I said, do this tour. And he finds Sylvia Noventa, who is the granddaughter of the field marshal mm-hmm. that he killed. And he uh, talks to her and goes, you have, here's a gun. I killed your grandfather. You have the right to kill me now. That's the only way, in my eyes, the world will balance itself out. I've done this crime. You must kill me. You must kill me. And so she's like, that's the coward's way out. She's like, you need to fix this. Oh, what the? And so she's like, I'm not going to kill you. That's easy. No, I think it's hard. No, she's like, it's hard out here. It's hard on these um, streets. You then find out he went and talked to her, uh, Noventa's uh, wife, mm-hmm. Mrs. Noventa, and she has this, it's this very beautiful speech that I wasn't able to find, um, but it talks about how he knows what he, Noventa knew that he had done things wrong in the past, but he had paved the way for people like, young people like them to yeah. live their lives the way they want. Um, he he lived his life to, to the best that he could have, and if it was a miscommunication, and and she's like, I don't blame you yeah. for him dying. It was an accident. Um, I don't think my husband would want you to mourn like this. Yeah, 
she's like he paid he create he wants to create a world where young people can choose to pursue their dreams. dreams. And we she's like just do that, do what feels right for you, and that will be the way you honor uh, his memory. I like that. And you're like, oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. And she's like, it was, it was our family was honored to meet you. Thank you for coming to talk to us. Oh, she's nice. <laughs> she's married. Oh, she's going to handle it much more mature than a, oh, yeah. than a Grey's Anatomy episode. But that gives Hero... He's building it, yeah. I can live! Yeah, I have permission to live. Yep. Um, they want... Uh, so Zex is still building the robot. He, They want him to destroy it. So what you discover is that Oz is backed by what is known as the Rockefeller Foundation. The Rockefeller Foundation is the Illuminati. It's supposed to be like Rockefeller? Yes. Yeah. They're the Illuminati. Yeah. They're just these rich motherfuckers who go, we'll just give you all the money, but you have to do what we say. Oh, we'll be evil, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, they have this big speech that they're giving, uh, and Relina's there to show like, as a politician. She's like... And that's the scene in the promo where she goes, you have all been very mistaken and the Gundams will rectify your mistakes. Yeah. That's the speech she gives to these people. Oh. You're all going to die. And I'm going to watch. <laughs> you motherfucker. You're going to die. You're going to die. Oh, they're going to kill you. Um, Zex is able to complete the Wing Gundam. And he's like, we're going to build it and we're going to fight. And uh, so they fight. Um, and... Basically, everybody finds out that Zex defied an order, which was to not to hand over all the Gundam parts right. to them. Uh, and so he's now wanted. He's, like, in trouble. Uh, excuse me? Uh, Noin uh, reveals to Relina that Zex is her brother. She's like, hey... Because she's like, why is he fighting Zex? He's evil. Right. And she's like, no, it's your brother. And the so, whole time, yeah. <laughs> so she, like, jumps out in the middle. They're fighting in the South Pole, by the way. <laughs> Okay. And they're like, well, why? And they're like, well, where else are we going to fight? <laughs> Without, like, Yeah, I know. People. It makes sense. Yeah. And you go, that's on me. I should have. Yeah, I know. I, I, I should have thought about that. And she's like, fuck you, sir. And she's like, well, that's your brother. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. I have a brother. I didn't know that. And so that's where they're at. Um, and so Zex surrenders and allows everybody to escape. And he's like, well, they just want me. Fuck yeah. it. I'll go. What are they going to do? Right. Like, uh, and so he and so Zex at this point has accepted he's like I have to die to because I haven't lived up to my father's ideals yeah you gotta kill me there's a lot of people just wanting to die oh there is yeah uh, because for him the battlefield is like it's like about like camarader- it's like maybe that military camaraderie it's about yeah. be- bettering yourself through combat yeah there's very like nobility yeah kind of logic so yeah so Lady Un is now in space Okay. She is the chief uh, space something minister, and so this is nice lady Un, and she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. And oh, there's a scene where she like does it, like she like makes this flirty comment to like one of the politicians on this mm-hmm. colonies, and he's like, "Whatever you want," <laughs> like he becomes oh, her like number one. Like, no, she's good. Good, look at her. I see good in her. <laughs> no, she's great. She does like this flirty thing, like with his glasses. Yeah. Oh, you watch him turn into putty in real time. Oh. <laughs> I'll kill everyone here. here. Oh, I got a gun. Um, and so the colonies. So basically, Oz is saying, "Hey, the Alliance yeah. has oppressed you. You can, if you want to be your own individual countries, yeah. you can. But you still were the the main force in, on the planet. It's a good play." It's a good play to try to bring it's, everybody it's, in. Line. Yeah, it's tricking everybody into yeah. thinking that they all have autonomy. But yeah. no, you're going to answer to us. us. Anyway, and we answer to these other people. Yep. We answer to the ghosts that have money. Um, 
And so Lady Un becomes evil again and goes to each of the colonies and goes, we'll fucking kill you if you don't give up the scientists that yeah. are... And so all... So four of them go willingly. The last one, who's Dr. J, like, blows... Like, shoots, like, a laser cannon at them. And they're like, we'll kill everybody! He's like, I had to try. That's on me. Uh, ah, ah, and uh, so the funny thing is, so he meets the rest of his... Because they're all pilot, they're all the designers of their mobile suits. Right. And he goes, you guys really gave up? He's like, what are we wanted? What are we supposed to do? <laughs> Smells like bitch in here. He's like, well, I'm the only one who tried. <laughs> God damn it. Um. And so, at that point, she yeah, uh, she's threatening them. So they've all kind of gone to space. And yeah. so Ketra at this point, so the the mobile suits are like, we need to go to space. Ketra is able to is like last line sacrifices the Sandrock Gundam yeah. to. Go into space and the, like. Let give everybody time to go, and so she, the lady Un tells the Gundam d- engineers like, "Hey, you're gonna build us Gundams that like better Gundams to fight them." Yeah, yeah. And they go, "Why are we gonna do that?" She's like, "Cause I'll kill everybody." And they're like, "I really like how that's your solution to everything." I'll just, just kill, kill like a child. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I'll keep killing children until you start doing what I want. And everybody's like, "Whoa, relax." <laughs> I'll just kill him. Oh. I'll burn this whole place to, to the, the ground. ground. And so, yeah, so Ketra's floating in space. He's like, so, he, like I say, so Ketra is hinted to be a new type. So he can, like, communicate with this Gundam. Yeah. And there's, like, this weird thing. So the Gundam, like, like he's like, I'm going to stay and fight and die. And so the Gundam, like, hatch opens. And yeah. It, like, move, it, like, moves its hand without him controlling it to, like, block the bullets. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, it's telling me to leave. And so he has, like, this whole, so he's, like, all fucked up that it blew up. Blew up, yeah. And so the thing about when they blow up, though, so first off, they blow up like nukes. Right. But secondly, they blow up, and they only destroy the, the things that make it unique. Right. So it, like, blows up, like, the head, like, the face, and, it like, the middle part. And everything else, though, isn't really unique. It's, like, common parts. Okay. So it only blows up the very things that make it special. Special. Okay. Um, Which feels like a metaphor for something. <laughs> Uh, and so Duo's in space His robots fuck Cause uh, the Gundams Aren't designed for space fighting Right So he's fighting Mobile suits that Can fly in space And he's like oh, I, I can't, can't win yeah. And so they like Take him Captive And it turns into This like Public like Execution thing Oh we've got a guillotine They're like Parading him Through the streets And his Gundam And everybody's like Cause the Gundam uh, At this point The colonies have Publicly come out And said the Gundams have made things worse for us. Yeah. We disavow the Gundams. Mm. If, and we align with Oz. The Gundams are an enemy of Oz. Therefore, they are our enemy. Okay. okay. So the Gundam pilot's like, where do we go? There's nowhere safe. safe. Yeah. So, yeah. So Duo's in this, like, shell in this prison. And they're like, oh, stone him. <laughs> throw, <laughs> throw a tomato. Throw, oh, yeah. You need two of them. Oh, why is there so much rotten lettuce? Even, even in the future. Oh, no, stonings are the same. Like, Quasimodo. Just... <laughs> Um, and so Troa and Hero are also Troa is like he's like the spy he like yeah. is constantly just getting in the new places yeah and like, I'm, no one knows me I've got the information yet and so he like goes in and uh, like tests to be this pilot for the new mobile suits yeah they are the Mercurius and the Bayard Bayardi mm-hmm. so basically one just carries a giant laser beam on it oh yeah and the other one is this mobile suit and it has like these like little hexagonal discs that float around it yeah. and it creates uh, energy shields and what's really cool so they're designed to work together right so like 
it has so many, it can send some over to the the big cannon one, the the Veyard, right? And it'll defend it while it's like shooting. Oh, that's cool. And then it can get close, and then like they like take turns fighting. It's really like that is of, really nifty. It is really nifty. Um, and so they're like, look, we've almost finished one of them, and then here's uh, the other one, and then the one that's just the Veyard with the big beam cannon. Yeah, it comes alive. Oh god! And they're like, oh shit, what are we doing? Run away! And the hero just like tumbles out of it. And they're uh. Like motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought I had it. <laughs> Damn it. Because he's like, oh, all the engineers have been captured. They're going to turn traitor. I have to kill them all. Hero, not everybody has to die. I like how Hero's solution is very similar to like Oons for everything. You just got to kill people. Oh, people have to die for peace. Peace. I know, I know how to solve this. And that's like the big thing. So Trace's thing, uh, who is the leader of Oz, is war will make us, like, it advances us. And then basically if war just gets so bad, we're just going to have to gonna stop. But we have to make it really bad first. Yeah. But no one... And everybody's like, why? It's a, it's a very... That's a very Warhammer-esque solution. The peace begins when everyone's dead. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and everybody else is like, why do we have to? <laughs> what if we just stop fighting? What if we just talked about it? No! Yeah, no, everyone must die. Um, so Troa becomes a member of Oz. They go to fight... And so part of his, like, proof, here's a gun. <laughs> Prove yourself. Is they go, we have to blow up the Gundam. So they blow up Duo's Gundam, the, the death side. Yeah. And he's like, if you don't blow it up, you're a Gundam pilot. That's the logical solution. <laughs> you're not in the game. Oh, you're a bitch. And so, also, so Duo's, like, in a mall watching this. Because it's like a public execution. Yeah. Because he's escaped. And they, like, blow it up. And he just yells, like, no! In, like, the middle of a mall. Like he's You're like, giving yourself away. He's like on his knees, like screaming. No, God, God, God. The horror. No, I've been like everybody's watching you. Everyone's just looking. Like, yeah, like, oh, this, oh, this guy's really into this. Oh, oh. oh it's character acting. <laughs> just crying in the field position. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Meanwhile, Ketra, Ketra is saved by his older sister. So Ketra's interesting. So because of space. And how wonky spaces families had a hard time conceiving. Yeah. So many of their children were born through test tubes. Okay. Ketra being one of them. He has like 18 siblings. Okay. And he is saved by one of them. As he's floating off into space. space. When no one came. And he meets his father who is a, the saw, or the patriarch of the, the Winner Foundation. The okay. Winners are like the preeminent family that funded the building of the colonies. Okay. So, but, and they're also staunch pacifists. Okay. Now, the, well, the thing, though, is that because they're, like, a corporation, they own all the resources, but they've never been stingy with those resources. Right, they just, yeah. And so they own what are called resource satellites. So these satellites, they mine, or they grow stuff, and then they transport it to the colony. Oh, it's, right, it's all well thought out. And uh, so his dad's mad at him, because he's like, you're fighting. And yeah. he's like, how else are what, we... What do you want me to do? He's like, we've been doing the peaceful thing. And he's like, that's not working. Obviously not. And, uh discovers so his dad so Oz is there and they're like you need about us and he's like no yeah and everybody's like no they're like they're they're giving us our autonomy mm-hmm. we just have to like oh because uh, what she the lady Un is telling them is you this colonies will become women's weapons manufacturers you will build mobile suits and weapons in space mm-hmm. and so the dad's like no that's like that's, yeah. the definition of opposite of pacifism, pacifism. Be a military industrial co- contractor, and so he's like, "Fuck this!" And so he goes to the resource station and is gonna cut it like away. Yeah, and he's like, "No, like, 
we're, I'd rather die. Than, and so they go, okay, you're an enemy of the state. Yep. And so the, uh, Ketra goes to try and save his dad, and his dad's like, I'm going down. They're going to kill me. Yeah. You just, you need to be okay with it. But he's like, peace. He's like, peace without violence. And then they blow up the whole call, the whole uh, resource. Like, Dad, I don't think I think this is a proof. This not working. Oh, they kill him, and so Ketra just like breaks. He's yeah. like, "No, Dad, oh fuck, oh." Uh, so he's not doing well. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Zex and now cha- has legally changed his name to Miliardo Peacecraft. He's like, "I'm back, motherfucker! I'm back again!" And he is now acting as an ambassador of the Sunk Kingdom because they are now a free country again. Okay. They are revitalized as a kingdom, and so he's kind of like, uh, "Like, hey, like, let's see what's going on over here." What we- he begins to witness is that Lady Un has been developing this split personality, mm. and there's two of her. There's the glasses one, and she gets cuckoo and is yeah. ready to kill a baby. And then there's nice lady Un. <laughs> and she's like, we are all peaceful. We're all friends. Yeah. And so uh, they're, they're like, so who do we listen to? Who's our boss? Who's just sweating? Oh, God, who gets today? And so when you, in peaceful, nice lady Un, you reveal that she's in love with Trace. Mm. She's like, I am doing my best to... Uh, push his ideals yeah. and they're like but you're, you don't want us to fight and she's like yeah I'm pushing his ideals and they're like that's not what he wants and she's like oh uh, fuck um, and so then like, she starts to kind of like who like am I yeah and kind of thing and everybody's like oh she's losing her shit oh she's got it crazy uh, and so she had like this right hand this like officer named Nichols who's like yeah. doing his own thing and she's like oh I'll kill you because evil heart comes <laughs> yeah. out and uh, she like just sends him to the brig. Uh, Wu Fei is out fighting, and so they you discover that there's this engineer named Subaroff. He's a member of the Romfeller Foundation, mm-hmm. and his claim to fame is he wants to create what are called mobile dolls. Okay. Essentially, AI controlled mobile suits. Yeah. Uh, removing the pilot and the need for a pilot, it just like gathers battle data, and then it'll fight. It'll fight for you. Trace doesn't like that. No. He thinks it takes the humanity out of. Yeah. The, and a lot of actually people agree. They're like, if we are just soulless be like if there's no human inside, it really takes the weight of war away, right? We yeah. just we can war game our way through life. And no, like wars have consequences and have right it, real yeah real life issues, and that's what people are dying for their beliefs. Yeah, like we take that away, then we're just fucking, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. they're like, wow, there's a lot of commentary here, Gundam. There's a lot of commentary. Uh, and so that's like, and so he's trying to build these mobile dolls, and so they he gets sent to space, and they're gonna try and work like him in, and like, yeah. hey, we're gonna build this. Um, they create, uh, so they create this thing called the Zero Program, and now the Zero Program is a lot like the AI from the Matrix. Okay. So they put it into the Gundam, and they like basically it feeds like live battle data into the brain of the pilot. Okay. And it's gonna, it's gonna, it's supposed to like make predictions so almost like like seeing into the future almost like hockey like they can see into the future, future. a little bit okay yeah, yeah, but yeah. it hasn't been tested well enough so it can, if you're mentally fragile oh you begin to go <laughs> you begin to see things hallucinate and uh, Ketra gets involved uh, and uh, Ketra ends up piloting the, it now becomes Wing Zero. Yeah. 
Oh, he blows up a colony. Oh, kaboom! Because he's like, oh! And also, fun fact, another famous voice actor, uh, Ketra, is voiced by Brad Swaley, who yeah. is the voice, of, the dub voice of uh, Light from Death Note. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So that's him. And so, have you ever heard Light, Light's mani- maniacal laugh? <laughs> so he, like, blows up the colony and is, like, laughing like a psycho, and everybody's like, whoa. whoa. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, that Subarov guy doesn't like that Lady Un has been, like, so wishy-washy. Because she's slowly morphing into her good version. Good version. More permanently. And he's, uh... He's a gun! And he shoots her. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm gonna cut off the air supply to Wufei, Duo, and the Gundam engineers. Oh, we're gonna kill them all. We're gonna kill them all. Oh, fucking... Easy peasy. Uh... So Hero is then is like I gotta go. So he's out fighting, and so he's yeah. like I have to fight Catcher to prove that the Gundams aren't needed anymore. Right. The Gundams are no longer the symbol of the colonies. We are our own vassal state at this point, Born. just fighting to survive, finding safe harbor wherever we can. Um, and so Troa goes, okay, well if you're if you're not gonna stop being a psycho, you're gonna have to kill me. <laughs> And Ketra's like, I'll fucking do it! And then at the last minute, who he is breaks through. He's yeah. able to not kill Troa. Um, and then we have the Romfella Foundation. So, like I mentioned, they want to replace all mobile suits and pilots with, with their mobile dolls, mm-hmm. known as the Virgos. Okay. And there's actually two different color ones. So there's a black and red one and a yellow and blue one. Okay. So, playing into the zodiac yeah. sign thing. Uh, and Trace goes, No! I uh, refuse. Yes, um, they're like you're under arrest for subordination. We're gonna lock you in a house. Lady under shot, and uh, they're like, oh, what do we? Oh, could be, she is shot because she actually goes to help Duo and Wufei and save them. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you're a good guy. Bam, and so yeah. she she goes unconscious as they're trying to save her. Um, and meanwhile, so the, the engineers are like in the corner of the hangar, we're build we're rebuilding their robot their Gundams for them. Yeah. So they, we have the new Gundam Death Scythe, known as Death Scythe Hell, and the Ultron Gundam, which is this new, like, dragon-looking Gundam. Yeah. Um, and that's... So Lady Un uh, is unconscious, and uh, kind of fast-forward a little bit, Trey's goes to visit her in the hospital and reveals that he is also in love with her. He's like, I know you've been doing this for me, yeah. I love you... And, like, that moment for her, like, it morphs her two personalities into one person. Okay. So she's, like, normal. She's, she's a normal person She's now. not a psycho. Oh, God, she's not going to kill everybody. And she actually becomes a very big part in this latest part of the series. Yeah. Um, so then what happens is that there is the Trey's faction. And so Trey's has a faction of soldiers who have like, no, we're going to pilot. We're going to, no, we're taking what makes a humans human. Yeah. And so the Gundams end up kind of siding with him and going, fuck, okay, well... Well, we gotta go with you, yeah. We're fighting the best, you know, like, who we can fight. Um, Trey's is secretly building his own Gundam, which is known as the Gundam Epion. It's cool, it looks like a bat. Okay, So yeah. it has, like, this chain, like, his chain whip. That oh, looks, that's That looks cool. like a tail. It's really cool. Uh, and it is gonna be used with the Zero system. So he's trying to make this new system work. Uh, I think it's meant for uh, Zex yeah. or Miliardo because they're still friends right but Zex so there's a famous scene so he's fight. so they're like Zex you've committed these crimes you will fight we'll use this chance to, for you to like die right 
And so as he's fighting, he, Zex goes, when my mask breaks, I'm no longer Zex, I am Miliardo, and I can no longer be your friend. Right. So this iconic scene, his mask breaks, and he's like, well, bye! Bye, goodbye, yeah. Uh, so everybody's fighting. Everybody's fighting. Uh, Relina is now leader of the Sun Kingdom, and she has opened this school. Um, and she meets a woman named Dorothy Catalonia, and she is the granddaughter of the leader of the Romfeller Foundation. Okay. She is the granddaughter of the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, like, basically, they the Romfellers believe, the foundation believes that without rules, humans will just... That there needs, Anarchy, yeah. Yeah, that there needs to be a strong hand to guide humanity. Without it, we're just fucking sitting there with our dicks right. out. And, yeah. and so that's, like, her thing. And she's like, I am... I believe in me. We violence through all me. And Melina's like, whoa, yeah. Like, let's not do that. Um, and she ends up becoming a big part of uh, of the story later on, too. She ends up uh, siding with another organization that's going to pop There's a lot of organizations, organizations that are going to yeah. pop up. Um, the hero is trying to develop the work with the Wing Zero system because they rebuilt the Sandra. He's trying to, yeah. And so basically, the, this is like the Shonen equivalent of like, we're leveling up, right? Yeah. Everybody has new Gundams. Gundams, we gotta... Everybody's having fun. Um, at one point, uh, Trace is under attack by the Romfeller Foundation. So they're like, the Romfellers are like, we're evil, we're just gonna kill everybody who's yeah. in our way. Um, at that point, uh, the Romfellers believe that they should destroy the Sun Kingdom because it's one of the last bastions of true autonomy. Right. No, we will do it. And so for a second time, the kingdom falls. Relina calls and goes, I surrender. Don't destroy this, the kingdom. Yeah. I'll go. And so she becomes uh, like a puppet, essentially. Yeah. Like, no, we're, we're gonna, you're going to talk for us. Like it's, You're going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. And Hero's like, "Fuck, she's turned. I have to kill her again." <laughs> on, off, on, <laughs> off, on, on, on. You know what this does to a man. Um. Surprisingly, Trace gives the Epion Gundam to Hero. Hero, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Zex gets the Wing Gundam. And so they're like, both don't like the Gundams that they're in. Yeah. And eventually, they do switch. But this is like the final battle. Is right. These two Gundams are gonna fight it out for. King and country. Yeah. All the marbles. Uh, for everything. Uh, eventually they do. Uh, and he... They eventually they fight a few times. So it's gonna, they're going to fight. They're going to come back. Um, Zex arrives at the Sound Kingdom. Realizes that he was too late to stop her. Yeah. Uh, from letting the kingdom fall. And he goes, fuck. Okay. He's like, we're just, humans are bad. Right. Um, upon which, Trey's will then join a new group. Known as the White Fang, and they are these rebels that have been in the colonies for years. And now uh, he's like, I'll be your leader. leader. I'll be your guy. And then declares war <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> I'll blow them all up. Uh, Queen Relina uh, is then given, she's, you will be our monarch. And Queen Relina then eliminates all international boundaries. Okay. And she's like, no. And she founds the World Nation. Okay. And so the Romfrels are like, what are you doing? <laughs> No, this isn't what we, we should, do. Yeah. And so, like, fuck, we gotta kill her. Um, so, yeah. So, that's what's happening. Relina's doing her own thing. They, like, are trying to save her because Romfeller wants to kill her. Did she ever meet Uncrazy Lady Hoon? Yes. Eventually, they, they eventually all come together and they're like, hey. Hey. 
Is she like, I'm sorry, I killed your dad? Uh, no, yeah, that it's. I think it's the second to last episode they actually do meet. Oh, big. And she's like, "What's gonna? What are we gonna do?" And she's like, "I'm tired." Relina's like, "I'm tired." Yeah. Like this can be an example for us yeah. to be better. I'm just. She's like, "You're not crazy now." <laughs> oh, I didn't like you. Um. So fun. So there's also been this dude who's just been showing up. He's like this old dude in like a like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. His name's Howard and he's just been like fixing everybody's Gundam. So he was one of the scientists along with the Gundam engineers. Oh, okay. and they all together designed the Tall Geese. Okay. They also designed this big ass ship called the Peace Million and it's hiding on the moon. Oh, by the way. Oh, hello. We have this. Um, and so that's... <laughs> so everybody's trying to figure out where they're at. Uh, Everybody's like, we're gonna try and end it well. We're gonna try and end it yeah. happy, but the White Fang. So the White Fang is now gone. Like, no, we're gonna be. Yeah, we're gonna. They're the uh, freedom at all costs, um, kind of thing. So Lady Un at this point is still unconscious. We're almost there, and the uh, and so he reveals that he loves her. Um, Oz reveals that they have a battleship, a Death Star, if you will, called Battleship Libra. Oh God! And it is this. It almost looks like uh, for Warhammer fans. Uh, a Blackstone Fortress. Mm-hmm. So it's this giant pyramid in the middle and then there's pyramids attached to it on, oh, the, cool. on all the corners. And uh, you discover what the true mission of Operation Meteor was supposed to be. We're going to drop the colonies on people. Oh! Were, so the original Operation Meteor was the colonies are going to drop like bodies, celestial bodies oh, essentially onto the earth and go, now what? what? Now you're all dead! You're moved. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what you discovered the White Fang wants to do. Oh. We're going to take this battle station, we're going to take it over, and then we're just going to drop it on the Earth. And then we're going to take and then we're gonna take the Peace Million, and then we're going to drop that on. Boom! Boom! Your, Boom. your move, Earth. Stop resisting! <laughs> it's your fault. Um, so everybody goes, fuck. What? And so everybody's like, well, uh, Zex is now evil. Yeah. We must fight him. Uh, Relina then talks is able to like hey I need to go talk to my brother she's able yeah. to get on to uh, the battle station Libra yeah and it's like hey what are we doing what's this what are and you he's doing? like my blood, my hands are bloodied this is the only way <laughs> no there's a lot of other ways he's like humanity's, humanity is evil unless you like basically hit it hard enough to where they go we need to stop and I'm gonna do that I'm gonna drop this I'm gonna drop this fucking megaton planet oh it's coming and so every, basically now everybody has joined forces to stop this. This is very, uh, spoilers, but for, this is very Attack on Titan. Yeah. He's like, I've become the thing. Yeah. To that, everybody must destroy. Um, and, Trace, and so Trace shows up and goes, hey, what are we going to do here? And yeah. Trace's like, you guys should join me. And they're like, no, fuck you. Yeah. He's like, well, we're all trying to save the planet. So <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh and so they go up into space. Everybody's just fighting. Everybody's come together. They've yeah. gone, what's been worse than this? Fucking dropping this planet. This planet, yeah. Uh, Oz is slowly getting broken apart. They actually kill the leader of the Romfeller Foundation. Um, and actually, uh, remember how I said there's this Dorothy Catalonia lady? Yeah. She becomes like um, Zex's right-hand woman. Oh, okay. And so she, they have installed the Zero System into this space station 
And so she essentially is hooked up to it, not like in a yeah. Warhammer kind of way, but just like she has a helmet on. Yeah. And so she's using that zero system to direct all the mobiles, the, the robots. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm living inside you. <laughs> uh, Ketra is able to sneak on, and they have this like sword fight of opinions and like they're like they're actually like dueling verbal ju- jousting they're actually jousting while also verbally right, jousting. jousting about like hey peace and yeah she's like no walk softly and carry a big stick and yeah. he's like what if we just we're stop. nice yeah what if we stop doing this um Wufei runs into trays in space and they go well 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 <laughs> round two um, and so they fight they fight through this standstill and uh, Wufei asks him if Trace understands justice and the consequences of his actions Trace says he does he does understand and then goes at Wufei and Wufei is able to skewer him oh. with his uh, spear killing Trace Kushranada yeah. he dies he dies um, but to this day Lady Un still believes in continuing his mission uh, basically, like I said, Trey's was a person who believed that war, like peace, was necessary through war. Yeah. So that was kind of his whole thing was to get everybody essentially to eventually just fight so much, much. that we would all fucking be done. Yeah. Um. And so Wolf, this actually bothers Wufei because he feels like Trey he like won easy. Yeah. He's like, no, I wanted to earn this, so he's not happy. Yeah. Um. And so, like I said, so uh, Ketra is dueling and talking to Dorothy about why are we uh, doing this. And so Dorothy believes that war is the only way peace will be understood, right? You can't have one without the other. But everybody's like, why? <laughs> and so uh, Relina is saved by Hero. He's able to save her off of the uh, peace million or mm-hmm. off of the Libra station. Returns to the peace million where she is with the guy Howard yeah. and Noin. And he she meets Lady Un. Yeah. And they're like, hey, like we're just going to stand here and hope to God this shit works. Uh, Zex and Hero go, it's time. Well, well, well. And so they start fighting and beating the shit out of each other. Uh, the engineers, while this is all happening, uh, tell the Gundam pilots to like leave. Yeah. And they hotwire the Peace Millen, which is this giant like Death Star battleship. That's, it's a bit... Well, to ram into the Libra, oh. blow it up, and then hopefully... Set, yeah, hopefully, we can't drop anything now. Yeah, because there's nothing to drop. Uh, as Trace dies, Lady Un announces the surrender of the World Nation to the moderate colony leaders uh, and agree that war must end. Yeah. This is bad. We should stop this. This is escalating. Yeah. Because that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's the thing, too, is that all the people who are for the war believe that by having a lot of arms that's a deterrent to mm-hmm. war but everybody's like well it's mutually assured destruction what, right? if, I, what, I, yeah, yeah. what if a psycho gets it look at it yeah, no, <laughs> dropping into space yes. and uh, they're able to fight uh, Trey, Hero and Zex fight um, until until they agree it has no meaning uh, yeah. like, what are we doing as you do and Zex goes fuck it I gotta destroy so they're like blowing up each little section to have it blow up completely. Yeah. And Zex goes, well, I'll destroy the last one myself and sacrifices himself to mm-hmm. to do it. And because he tells Hero that Hero has a heart that people can get behind. Yeah. He's like, my time is done. Which is funny because they're literally like 20 years old. 
<laughs> oh, you've got a lot of life oh, to live. I'm a dinosaur. Yeah. And Hero takes uh, so Wing Zero has his his so at the beginning his Wing Zero had what's called a Buster rifle, that big yeah. laser beam, and it was only one. Yeah. When they upgraded it, it's two. Holy shit! Together, and so oh. you can pull them apart. Yeah. And so, like, one of the iconic scenes is he pulls him apart and, like, turns in a circle and just, like, yeah. and, like obliterates everything. Yeah. And so that's what he does. So he's, like, fall. So he, like, races in, as the ship transforms and is, like, falling through the atmosphere. Yeah. And he's, like, shooting, shooting it to blow it up. And then it blows up. Everything goes, my God. God. And then he awesome. flies out of it like Star Wars. Yeah. Like, oh, son of a bitch. He's alive. Oh, and then uh, everybody kind of just chills. That's yeah, it. Everyone's like, well, fuck, what do we do? Where do we go from here? Uh, the Earth and the Colonies uh, form the Earth Sphere United Nations. Uh, Relina is the Vice Foreign Minister and is working to establish peace. Uh, it is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday. And she enters her plane and finds a teddy bear with a note attached oh. to it and it was given to her by Hero she, they actually passed each other yeah. he was uh, in disguise because Hero can't use his emotions no um and so uh the, remember I said she ripped her she, he ripped her invitation yeah so he looks back and so she holds up the letter and rips it and, and like and they both like kind of like smile and so she mouths to him next time give it to me in person my heart <laughs> that's good fuck and that's how it ends at least that one. And then you get uh, Operation and or Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. Yeah. Um, basically the same thing. There's a man named Deacon Barton who has a daughter named Mari, a granddaughter named Mari Mea Kushranada, the daughter of Trey's Kushranada. Yeah. Everybody's like, he had a daughter? And so she has been brainwashed by Deacon Barton, her grandfather, to reestablish war. Oh, hell yeah. War is good. Um, and then they take Relina prisoner and it basically turns into just like... Save her. Would like save her, but also like Verlina going like, "What if we don't do this? What if we just stop, stop. fighting? What if you don't just shoot me?" Yeah. Meanwhile, the Gundams are like, "Well, we don't have a need for them. We're at peace now." Yeah. So they've launched the Gundams into the sun. Uh, you discover that her the the Kushranada army or the Mari Mea army has uh created mobile suits. So they go fuck. We gotta get him, yeah. We gotta go back. We gotta get him, son of a bitch. So like, that's the fun part watching the movie is them trying to like get like get to the ship before, before. it hits the sun. Yeah, and so they're in there. And they're like, "Fuck, it's hot in here" because they're entering closer to the yeah. sun. Yeah. Um, so there was so, um, I think I mentioned that lady Sally Poe. She mm-hmm. becomes a mentor, a uh, member of the Preventers. Okay. Uh, this organization that is tasked with, with, as they put it, putting out fires. Okay. Um, they go to political hotspots and try to like negotiate. <laughs> Let's calm down, people. And so they all have, they all have code names that are designed to like put out water or yeah. fires. So one's like water, one's wind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so um, Noin. So at the end credits of the fr- of the show, Noin is seen giving putting like flowers at uh, Trey's grave, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the the lady Dorothy is there, and she's like, "Why don't you put them on uh, Zex's?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, he's out there somewhere. And he is! Oh, really? He survived and has just been, like, in self-imposed exile. That makes sense, yeah. And so he shows up for the final battle when they're trying to uh, fight Mighty Maya's army. And he goes, I'm going to join the Preventers. He's like, oh, my codename's Wind. Hell yeah. And uh, he, he takes on the name Cyrene Wind. I okay. Think, yeah. And uh, 
They're, so they get there first, and him and Noin are just fucking fighting, fighting, fighting in Luxembourg. Oh yeah, of all places, and, and it's like it's like uh, urban warfare. So yeah. they're like hitting things, people in the hitting uh, mechs in the buildings and stuff. And they're like, "Fuck, we're gonna die!" And uh, shout out to Noin because she's like, "I said I'd follow you anywhere, so wherever this goes, I'm here." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's wonderful!" Oh, she's so the love hot. Anyways, um, they're saved by. Uh, Death Scythe, Sandrock, uh, Heavy Arms. I like this Endless Waltz yeah. Heavy Arms because uh, Troa is in the circus. Yeah. And he wears a clown mask. And it's oh, half that's of his cool. face. So the ma- his Gundam has a clown mask. On half of his face. Oh, oh that's that so is cool. And uh, so it's like, show everybody's like, the Gundams are back. And it says, like, it's all these news feeds of them, like, fighting. But yeah. they're not killing anybody. Right. So they're, like, disabling the primary systems of the suits. And they're, like, just falling. Falling. We're like, oh, we're getting better. And so uh, they're, they're hidden under this, like, multi-level bunker. Hero gets his mobile suit. It unfurls its angel wings. wings. And so he's like, I have a gun. <gasps> well, well, well. <laughs> And so she's like this little eight-year-old girl. I think at one point, Melina slaps her. Yeah. And she's like, you think you can... She's like, why don't you try and test the shields of our base? I doubt that you'll get through them. And then he goes, uh, mission confirmed. <laughs> and she's like, what? What? And he begins to just shoot the shit out of like these like bunker walls. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm getting closer. Oh, I'm getting through. And then eventually, uh, Barton gets killed. Uh, he, uh, one of the... Uh, his soldier shoots him because they actually rely- align with Mighty Maya. Yeah. That's who they're following, not her grandfather. Right. Um, you also discover why Troa has the name Troa. He was an engineer on the Heavy Arms, and their original pilot was like, no, I'm not just going to go to Earth and destroy key strategic... Well, he's like, we're going to drop everything on them. Yeah. And this engineer had family on Earth, so he shot him and killed him. Oh, okay. And they're like, fuck, who was going to pilot it? And Troy's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, me, yeah. Oh, so that's why he has the... Uh... Troy Barton. And they go, what's your name? He's like, I have a man with no name. Uh, I guess if you want, I can be Troy Barton. Yeah, no, I like that. <laughs> I gotta go on the open road. <laughs> Pretty much. And then that's... They end it... Uh, and they all live happily ever after, kind of. Nice. Uh, Wufei is a member of the Preventers. Uh, Ketra moves to work with, uh, when the series ends, um, Relina talks about, uh, terraforming Mars. Okay. And so in the book, Frozen Teardrop, Relina and Hero are engaged. Nice. They move to Mars. Duo meets this woman named Hildi. They're throughout the show. She's important, but not that important. Yeah. They kind of are together. But not, but are, but not, but right. are not. Uh, Troa just tours the countryside as a, as a circus performer. Um, and then Zex or Miliardo mm-hmm. and Noin have twins. Nice. And live on Mars as well. Nice. And everybody's happy. What about Lady Un? Oh, Lady Un uh, then essentially adopts Mighty Maya and to help continue the dream that Trey has wanted mm-hmm. for peace. Oh, okay. And oh, and Mighty, yeah, Mighty Mega shot. Oh, yeah. She's in a wheelchair, and they like it ends with them like putting flowers on his grave, and like talking about honoring his memory. Nice. And that's how it ends. That's the story of Gundam Wing. Oh, that was a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's aggressively over the top, but I do love I do love Fig Newtons. Oh yeah. Uh, it is a very fun show if you get the chance. I definitely think it's one that does a good job of like the politics. The why are we fighting with the shown in like oh oh the power friendship no that's a lot of fun 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Sally Poe, uh, at the point when they all go to Mars, has passed away from old. She's like one of the older characters. Yeah. She's like 30. But her daughter goes on in her place. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's the story of Gundam Wing. No, like, that's a really fun story. That's I like how much it really is a change-up from... Um, G Gundam. Yeah, like, oh, we're fighting... The- <laughs> Chimney Crockett and his <laughs> Chimney Girls. I have, I have fists in a dream. No, no, that's a really, no, that's really fun. And that's I, a really good political story. It is, and it's like simple enough where you can kind of follow along. Yeah, but it's, like, but it makes you think, but it's complex enough it makes you think. Yeah. No, that's good. Like I said, they really like, Gundam, everybody's like, oh, we really got to make up for this stuff in the past. Like, yeah. like, Let's talk about war. No, that is really good. Um... Most Gundams from this point on have been about war. Uh, they really haven't done. Well, they have. They have done like a couple series, mm-hmm. which is called Gundam Build Fighter. Yeah, and that one's kind of fun because it's almost like Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh yeah. So essentially, you live in a world where you can like build the models and you put it in like this little thing, and then you control them. And they fight. And they fight oh. each other. And so much like you can like take parts off and add parts on and like do that kind of thing. So that's like. That's fun. That's, yeah. And after that, though, they kind of got more into, like, oh, it's... It's Vietnam, but it's robots, yeah. Um, I think the next... The most famous one, most recent one, is Iron-Blooded Orphans, which Mm. is about, again, child soldiers and child slavery. Uh, That one's pretty wild. Oh, yeah, that sounds wild. And then uh, the Mars from Mercury is pretty wild. That's the newest one that's come out. That one, I'll tell you a little bit about how it began. So the corporations are taking over. Yeah. And uh, the prologue, it's about this woman who's a who's like a test pilot for them, and the corporations like we want the pilot they call they want we want the Gundam and they're like no yeah. it's our corporation and essentially her husband sacrifices himself okay. um, on the day of their daughter's birthday because they're under attack. attack and as he's da- as he's preparing as a, he's like set like a time to blow up mm-hmm. he sings happy birthday to their daughter who is the witch from Mercury. And uh, so she's singing along, and then he dies. Oh, kaboom! He go, he he blows up, and she's like, continues singing "Happy Birthday." Oh, that's wild. <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, I think I have it. I'm like, whoa. whoa. We're gonna. Where's whoa. my simple <laughs> shit? <laughs> where's Chimney? Yeah, where's Chimney and Domo and just punching people and calling? You like this pizza? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know that I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, like I said, it's, it was it, it was what brought Mech Mecca to the United States. Yeah, no, I totally see that. Like I said, I knew the. I know what those robots look like yeah. just from like. I think I had toys of them from like most people probably did. Like, no, oh, I didn't even robot. know what it was. It was just a robot. But yeah. as I was, you were talking about them, I think I had. I think I had these as toys. Yeah. Um, if anybody does, you can buy them as what is called Gunpla. Um, I recommend doing it. My goal is to one day build all five of them. Yeah. Six, because I want the tall geese. Seven, because I need the FBI. Fuck. I'm oh, going to build them all. They keep multiplying. Um, but if you, if you guys like model building and kind of... It gets harder with difficulty, but if you like model building, it's a fun little project yeah. that you can do. And it's simpler than like Warhammer, because everything goes together. Yeah, I know everything. You fits. just click it, you push it into place, and it snaps. Oh. And, Oh, Warhammer, when you think you're buying what's on the box and you realize, oh no! I have to paint it. I have to put it together, you son of a bitch. <laughs> for $150. For $150 and I have $200 for paint. And most Gundam, if you buy like the lower end kits, about 30 Yeah, no, Gundam, no, it's actually affordable. Bucks. It's yeah. not. 
depending on uh, the model, depending on the Gundam, because there's more popular. Yeah, Gundam. there's the more. Yeah, the I'm sure like and the bigger they get, I'm sure. Oh yeah, the, the tallest they get, so there's perfect grade. Yeah, and that is full articulation. Like its ankles can bend. Like a that's human. A, yeah, that's that's gonna be way more expensive. Um, about three hundred fifty bucks. Uh, you can install lights. Oh hell so, yeah! Like when it'll turn on. And like it's li- it'll light up. Yeah, that's. Stuff. I mean, you're gonna. Oh, get it's so cool. Um, but they are one one hundredth to scale, so they are twelve inches. So uh, it's a solid foot chunk. That's good. Oh, it's one of my day. One day, I'll build one. Um, but thank you everybody for listening. We are, again. I don't know if are we gonna if we're gonna continue the anti-war thing. Oh, we're a sad man done. War orphans are so hot right now. We're going to keep going over. We're going to talk about more about why war is bad, everybody. Um, but thank you all for listening. Uh, if you've listened this far, please follow us on social media, uh, Lori Time Pod and Lori Time Podcast. Uh, again, YouTube channel is shooting for January 1st. I'm, st- I'm still... Wow! I have much more respect for these YouTube Cheers. editors who do like an hour video. They're like, wow! wow so, so, keep uh, on the horizon for that, everybody. Uh, Happy holidays, and Zach, thanks for joining. Uh, Everything.